Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spider Man, Spider Man. Does whatever a spider can, spins a web in his size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. That's right. Special Neuro Nerd Stan Lee tribute episode. Boom. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Neuro nerds. All right, so we lost a legend recently. Now, it's not something that we should really be really uber surprised about because the man was like a million years old. But I really, truly, in my heart, believe that Stan Lee was going to live forever. Me too. And that Me Too doesn't sound anything like Lauren because it's not Lauren. Lauren, unfortunately, isn't um, here today, but we're recording this special Neuro Nerd uh, episode tributing uh, to tribute to Stan Lee. And sitting in for Lauren is the beautiful, the lovely, the talented me. Oh, no, 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 no. My, <laughs> my, my beautiful, significant other, Felice. And, and we have to say, like, the, you know, give a little tribute real quick as to why Lauren's not here. Her beautiful pup, Destiny, passed away. So sad. And I'm so sad. We so. are very sad about that. And she was a good friend of Stella because when Stella was going through some allergies, Destiny comforted her. The she, first time she really met, did. It was so sweet. Yeah. So uh, Stella was a little bit awkward with other dogs, and and she was the first dog to come over and like play with Stella. And Stella was like really cool with. And Stella was stu- super super itchy, and she was like scratching her back on the floor, and she was miserable, and her stomach was really red. And you know, uh, Lauren's pup came over. And she like just sniffed Stella and she licked her red stomach to like ease her and, and comfort her. It was so sweet. So Lauren's crushed. I'm crushed for her. Yeah, I'm um, crushed we're, we're sending out nothing but love and, and positive energy to Lauren and her family. And, you and know, destiny. And destiny is, is in a, a pain free, beautiful place right now. Yes, she is. Al- along with maybe Stan Lee. I don't yes. know if because if, all dogs go to heaven. Does, not that Stan Lee is a dog, but like he's my dog. 
like, oh, it's my dog. <laughs> I like how you brought that back around. So it, yeah, it's it, so we we lost we lost a legend, and Stan Lee. I've never met the dude, but he's meant so much to my life. I mean, I, I'm I'm, you know, we're the neuro nerds, and a big chunk of that nerdum is through Marvel and his creations. He's like, the king of the nerds. He is. He is. Yeah. He is. So he it, always will be the king of the nerds. For, forever, forever. He will be the watcher. So now officially he's kind of like the watcher. Yes, he's watching over everything happening. Yeah, he he had his a little cameo as the watcher in oh my gosh, which movie was it? Was it um Was it Ragnarok? Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't it Ragnarok? It might have been Ragnarok, whichever one it was, like a little post credit scene, which was amazing because everybody thought he was the 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 watcher anyway. Um but yeah, he he just had such I don't know very many people that had a greater effect on so many people for so long. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, how long, how many years? Like Decades. Wait, he was not, was he 85? He was 95. Oh, he was 95. I think, I want to say 70 years, right? Because it might have been because like when, when he first did it, I, I could have sworn it was like in the 40s when Captain America and, and Spider-Man and like some of those those comics like Police started is looking up a timeline as we're talking. <laughs> I, I'd like to say that I knew that off the top of my head. I, I, I don't. If you if you didn't know this, I had a brain injury. I didn't know this. <laughs> I haven't mentioned in the last like eight minutes. Um, but like some of the characters like like just look some of the characters that he created. He created Ant-Man. He created the Hulk. Nick Fury. So his pride and joy. And, and he said this, uh, you know, on numerous occasions was Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man is like his dude. That's like his baby. And uh, aside of that, also the Fantastic Four. And it's just great that some, you know, the, the the rights unfortunately went to some other studios. They didn't really do what they should have done with those characters. So at least, at very least, at the tail end of, you know, his life, he he even though he didn't get to see a new Fantastic Four movie, but at least he knew they were back home. They were back home with, you know, with Disney. Not that Disney is like their home, but he's back home with Marvel at Disney. And and the studios that love the characters and treat the characters with respect. So at very least, he had that. And and he got to see what well, he got to see Spider Man crossover. He did. He got to see that, and he left us knowing that the X Men are coming back. And That's I wanna, actually very true. And I want to say something about this. <laughs> well, what, Police what are, has theories. What what what? Why did you? Get I so have bad? theories, <laughs> and I said that Spider Man was going to come back. I said it. I said it and everybody was like, no, Felice, like that's impossible. These with Sony. No, no, no. Boom. He came back. I said that the X-Men would come back. And I I still think it's probably going to be like Wolverine coming over first because Wolverine jumps into the Avengers often. However, I, I don't know. I'm oh, not gonna Joe say, has theories. I'm not going to say that's for sure. But I did say this and we had a discussion about this a long time ago with our friend Josh. Um, and, oh, Josh, you're getting called out. And Josh said no and bet me $5,000. I think it was $5,000. I'll have to discuss with my hey, witnesses. If I get a percentage of that, it'll be whatever number you say it is. And said he would, yeah, that he he believed that much that the X-Men were not coming over. And boom, they're here. <laughs> they're coming. 2019. So where's my money? <laughs> so, I have my money. What, no, why, why was that so threatening? <laughs> Sorry, I get, oh, man, a little, what, I get a little emotional. What, what do I feel like Josh is going to end up in the bottom of a lake wearing concrete hey, hey, sneakers? Hey, 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 <laughs> Okay, so back to uh, that, that. The point is, though, that he got to see, Stanley got to know that the X-Men are coming back home. Yeah. And Fantastic Four, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so which is his 
which is important that, that's, too. That, yeah. So to to him, his his number one character was always Spider Man, mm-hmm. and you know his the first family of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe is. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Like he loves Sorry, Fantastic I was trying Four. To say that at the same time. Yeah, no, it didn't work out very well. Um, you know, I mean, just I'm just gonna randomly during this just name off like characters that like he's created: Peggy Carter, Captain Marvel, Brother Voodoo. Ooh, I don't know who Brother Voodoo is. <laughs> Black I'm, Widow, Black Panther. I mean, some of the most impactful characters that you could think of. And also, I want to confirm because I got my timeline that it was 1941 oh, that Captain America came about. Oh, you man. did it, Joe. That was right on point. By the right way, that point. just made me really, really happy yep. because Joe's been very strokey lately <laughs> and I've been forgetting things and I'm really happy that like, you know, my my, my mind grapes were working. Mm, were I, yes, working yes I said, yes, I said mind grapes. He created Cyclops. He created the Destroyer. Do you know the, what the Destroyer is? Do you remember in Thor, the original one, mm-hmm. that, that big, like metal monster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he created that. Fantastic he... Four was 1960. Oh, oh, that kind of makes sense. With Jack Kirby. Oh, Jack Kirby was dope too. We lost Jack Kirby too. Um, Doctor Strange, Doctor. Do- oh, you know why I'm really excited? Doctor Doom is coming back, mm. and he is one of my favorite villains. And I'm a big fan of villains. A hero is nothing without his counterpart. That's so true, man. The villains make the hero. Because like. Well, sorry, I'm jumping ship to D- DC. Like, nope. Batman with Batman and, and Joker, like Joker makes Batman. He does. You know they, what I mean? They, you can't have one without the other. It's the yin and yang of a superhero's life. Lex Luthor makes Superman for me. For me. Because that, I know that's, that's not true. the only Jesse thing. Eisenberg. And it makes me so oh, angry. Bad. Don't get me started yeah. <laughs> on Jesse Eisenberg playing Don't Jesse make her Luther. angry. You wouldn't like her Man, when she's angry. Why? That was a Hulk why? reference because I'm trying to get away from DC. Uh, okay, so, let's go back. So, oh, but so, that's my favorite. I love Hulk. Exactly. He created the Incredible Hulk. So mm-hmm. I have I have theories. Says Felice has theories. Joe has theories too. So Marvel is I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset. I'm upset, but what I'm not upset too upset. I, and again, this is all it's kind of Stan Lee related because it's Marvel. And you Stan Lee and Marvel are one to me. Um Mar like Disney is having their own streaming service. Yes. Right? So they're pulling all of their stuff off of like Netflix and they, like they they already canceled Luke Cage, which I understand because season two was hot garbage. They already canceled Iron Fist, which season one was hot garbage. I haven't even gotten into season two yet, even though I heard it was pretty good. The Defenders was a dumpster fire. Daredevil is kind of killing it. I haven't gotten through season two of Jessica Jones because it got really, really ridiculous. But, you know, I'll, I'll get through eventually because I have to. So they've already announced a few standal like series for um their streaming service. Mm-hmm. Dig it. A, Lo- a Loki series, yeah, which is yeah. really cool. Wait a minute, but Loki. Died. It's going to be a prequel. It's not going to be. Any, oh, so it, it's going to be a prequel. It's obvious because he's. Are they going to bring in what's her name? Um, oh, that one. I want to call her. I'm thinking. I keep thinking about it's Scar. Not Scarlet Witch. Oh my God, not Scarlet Witch. The give, other one. Give, give me something. Give me something I can use. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking out on her I, name. I know, but give the, me like the, something that she does. She, and I'll be like, she'll oh, put, she puts Loki in another, she could change where you are. Oh, Enchantress. Thank you, Enchantress. <laughs> ah. So the perfect Enchantress is actually Mira in Aquaman that's right now. That's what I was Amber Heard would have been dope. That's what no, I was so I, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but that's going to be like its own thing. They're also going to have a uh, Scarlet Witch series. Ooh. So Wanda is going to have her own series. On top of that, there's going to be a, a buddy series. Sebastian Stan and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and Falcon. Oh, right. Okay. So they have. So I he, heard about. So, so here are my theories what? real quick. So 
I would have absolutely watched a Winter Soldier solo series because I think he's dope. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. I will definitely watch it even more so because I love the dynamic between him and Sam, you know, him and, and Falcon. I wouldn't necessarily be super excited to see a Falcon series on its own. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, it'd be okay. I'd absolutely watch it, but like, I wouldn't be super excited. The fact that they have them together, I'm really excited. So it makes me think that when Captain America finally dies, it's morbid, right? No, when he's no longer, when he's no longer has the mantle of Captain America, there should always be a Captain America. Falcon has taken over the mantle recently and Sebastian Stan, or not Sebastian, I keep saying Sebastian Stan, the actor. Bucky Barnes has taken over the mantle as Captain America as well. So what if this series is kind of like a, a little, well, see to see who will take over the mantle or they might like bounce back and forth. Like uh, Falcon's like, oh, I'm new Captain America and Bucky's out going to do something and then something happens and then Bucky comes like, oh, I'm Captain America now because there should always be a Captain America. So that's just, that's just a, a, a thing. I think it might be like the journey to see who becomes Captain America. I know nothing, haven't read anything. It's just what I, what I think it should or could be. Here's my dope theory. Okay. What's, what's Scar- Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, right? One of the mo- she's an Omega level mutant. Mm-hmm. She can, they're already starting to shift some of the backstory of like, I don't know, the Marvel, the, the MCU. And they talked about she got her powers through the Tesseract. Wait, was it Tesseract? No, Loki's staff, which was the. Yeah, they didn't really explain. Oh, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, yes, so Loki's yeah, Mind yeah, yeah. Stone. Um, and they said she got her powers like because she's a miracle. But they, they use the word unlocked. Hmm. Her like it the 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 Mind Stone helped unlock her powers. Do you know what that sounds like? The mutant gene. Oh. It helped unlock the mutant gene. So, anyways, I think they could because they're pumping apparently a lot of money into these series. I think they might do a little something like the House of M. Do you know what the House of M is? I've heard of it. I'm okay. not quite sure. So it's one of the dopest storylines with her where she just kind of goes crazy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. She destroys the world. Yeah. Yep, she yep. shifts reality mm-hmm. where if she kind of does that, oh, obviously they wouldn't do it exactly like that. But like if she shifts realities, if they're doing like this, these quantum realm, infinite earth uh, uh, to timeline type of things, she could bring mutants into this reality. You and know? then when everything gets shifted back, it'll stay that way. She, well, no, that's the thing. Like she could literally kind of do whatever she wants. Oh, OK. She's that powerful. That's what's crazy. Like she's that like if you think about so wait, it. So they never existed or they existed in an alternate reality. How, literally, however she wants to do it, mm. she could do it. So if you think about like like power, if you think like the most powerful heroes and the most powerful against most powerful villains, most powerful villain period should be Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Right. Thor fought through the infinity gauntlet like using all of its powers with stormbreaker and he tried to kill thanos stormbreaker went in and like even mm-hmm. though thanos was like using the power of all uh, uh six stones mm-hmm. right super powerful remember before then when she was trying to protect vision she was holding him off mm-hmm. she was like 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 trying oh, yeah, to destroy yeah, the powerful, mind stone yeah. and she was holding off Thanos and he had five of the um of the stones mm-hmm. and she was holding them off. She was like holding her own. She's like multitasking, <laughs> which is awesome. But anyway, she's like that powerful. So I think they could do a version of House of M shift realities and bring mutants into this world where she could just be like, I really miss my brother and I want him to be here. Mm-hmm. And then she just brings Quicksilver in. Bring Legion in then. Legion would be amazing. I don't Legion think so. Legion could help with that whole shifting. I mean, he could shift reality, he's, too. He's another Omega you know? Love Immune. I, why I say I don't think so? Because that show's weird. 
I mean, that show's okay, so, so weird. this is what I'm wondering so though. So because Marvel tries to keep the continuity between everything. They do. So if they're going to bring over the mutants. Oh, we mentioned Enchantress, also created by Stan Lee, along with Ego, the Living Planet, and the Executioner. Boop, boop. Um, I think that if they're going to bring over the mutants, are they going to connect the Legion um, no, series to it so. at all? Because that would be... But, it's but, a Fox show, though. But they could because... because Well, that doesn't matter. Disney owns... It's, Disney they owns don't Fox. own Fox. They own the properties. Wait, do they own Fox? Yeah, they bought Oh, Fox. yeah, that's weird. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, remember, like, you know, you know what that the makes Simpsons me? are part of the Fox now. You know what that makes me think? I mean, part of Disney. I think Bart is going to be an Avenger. Oh, Boom. Shit. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, So I think that, hmm, I think, that okay, so we're talking about them bringing over the mutants. And I'm just wondering, like, I mean, I feel like the the Legion show it wouldn't be so weird because no, it's so at weird. the end of that, well, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Legion, Legion, there's a problem. Shame on you. Go see it. Shame on you. Now, I've seen every episode, a couple of episodes a few times. I have no idea what's going on, but I am so satisfied I mean, no, with okay, wait, every inch saying of it, it. Saying it like that makes it like the story. There's a definite story going on and it's very interesting, oh, it, it but is. it's very like. And it's very compelling, but it's it can be a bit confusing and you really do need to pay attention. You do. But even if you do pay attention, even now, even now, after watching both seasons thoroughly, I have no idea who's real and who's not. This is true. This is true. So spoiler alert um, at the end of wait, what season are we on? Two. Are we on season two? So yeah, we're about to start series. season three. Yeah. OK, so on at the end of season one. Um, they literally admitted like this is part of the X Men universe. Oh, they were yeah. not, oh my at, god, that's right! They brought first, in like Professor X. Yeah, because at first when you're watching it, stop stealing my glory. Oh, I shit, was sorry. gonna say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> at the end of season one, they 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 because up until that point, that last episode, you're kind of watching it and you're like, you know, this is an X Men character, but is this? Are they just doing a series about this character and they're not going to relate it to the X Men at right. all? Because, you know, they didn't make any mention of any of the popular characters that we know. And then, boom, right at the end, they do this really, really cool so, um, so the animation. Main, the main villain in the in season one and in season two mm-hmm. is the Shadow King. Right. And which is, a, I mean, which is a character in the X-Men universe, but it's not the one that, like, people who aren't X-Men fans. Yeah, like, like a lot of people would know him from the X-Men animated series. Yeah. Like, the, the Shadow King was messing with Storm really, really badly. Mm-hmm. But the Shadow King's, like, super he dope. He's different re- in, the, in the animated he's, series. He's, like, though. really creepy in this one. He is awesome. But but at the end, they do this really cool animation on a chalkboard. And basically, it it in, like, one minute shows you how yeah, Legion ex- is connected, how he was born, what, who his father is. And they show... They show they, him. They, they, they show, show. They show a wheelchair, and they show a bald guy mentally fighting the Shadow King. Mm-hmm. Like, and oh, it, it was just beautiful. Yeah. It was such a beautiful little nod. It was, and it really was so well subtle. Done. It was. It was amazing. And that, and uh, and that was the last time they talked about it. That is in season two. Wait, no, he they talked about his it father, but they. I mean, they went into everything else. It's not important that part of this. Well, it is important, but it, it isn't. It isn't like it's important for him to know how he got that powerful. But it doesn't really like so they don't get deep into it. So that's why I'm just wondering, like when they do this, this crossover and they start bringing these characters over, are they going to go, let's get rid of Legion the show because we, no, we didn't I, own I it. I think it's going to be its own thing. And they can always do the um, the, the, the multiverse. 
That's you know? true. Like that's it, true. It's, that's, it's, it's its own X-Men thing. X-Men allows you to have like so many different realities. Right. So I, I think they'll do that. And I really think Legion should just be its own thing because it is so weird. It's yeah. so strange. It's so bizarre. It should just be on its own. They can do the thing that they did with the Netflix series where it's just like, oh, they mentioned this that's in this world. And oh, OK, cool. It's I wonder like a little if they'll bit start mentioning tissue. the like in Legion, if we'll see pop up like, oh, that uh, the 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 um, the incident in New York, you know. Right, right. Like, 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 th- things know? like that. You know what? I really do hope, though, that and, you know, obviously this is all, all Marvel, which we talk about normally. But this is because, you know, in honor of Stan Lee, I really, I really kind of hope that there's little tiny Easter eggs of Stan Lee in these shows. Mm -hmm. Like, I forgot what movie it was. Oh, no, it was uh, um, it was one of the the Netflix shows. Mm -hmm. Stan Lee in the police station. I think it was Jessica Jones where the purple man like had everybody like frozen that Stan Lee was like the police chief or something like that. Or there was like a picture of him on the wall. And it was like, oh, that was his cameo. It was just Mm -hmm. a picture of him. I love that stuff. Stan Lee also had a cameo in Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They could do that more, too. I mean, they could always animate him into it. That's true. Well, they have um, the Spider-Verse, um, that new Spider-Man movie, the animated Spider-Man movie with uh, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. who is a lot like you. He should be your favorite character. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're um, uh, I think you're half black and you're half Puerto Rican. That's me. I'm Miles. Miles Morales is half black and half Puerto Rican. Felice the, the spider Puerto Rican. Feli Morales? No. Spider fell, spider fell. Spider fell. Spider fell, spider fell. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Goes wherever the spiders dwell. No. 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 Nope, no. Nope, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I am the only one that kills spiders in this house. That's very true. I, I'm I mean, not going to lie. Sorry, got animal hey, I gotta lovers, tell you. but I'm sorry. They got to die if they're inside. Yeah. Burn they, them with they fire. They came into my house. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't kill them if they're outside. I, I, I would. Wanna, I also want to mention I'm the only woman in this house. And I'm the spider killer. Uh, I Yes. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a grown ass man. I will leave the house if I see a spider. Like I'll come in and be like, baby, you, you really need to handle this. There's a spider in there. It was like the size of my dog. It's it's just too big. And and she'll go in. She'll handle, you know, she'll, she'll wreck some shit. And then like life is good. Yeah. You know, if it was Spider-Man, I feel bad, but I'm not. But it's not. So I don't. That's what I do. <laughs> so what I'm also really excited. I, so I'm a big fan. The best Fantastic Four movie, even though I love the ones in the early 2000s with um, Captain America as the human Which is torch. When the first um, that's what this timeline said. The first uh, I was about to say Star Wars. The first Marvel movie came out in 2000. It was. That was uh, Incredible Hulk or Iron Man. Well, actually, it says that the first Marvel film, his first appearance. Stan's first appearance was in The Incredible Hulk in 1989. Oh, oh wait, was, was, it a, it. was it a movie or was it the TV movie? I don't know. I think it, it was says, a TV movie. Yeah, and then, and then it says, but he made an appearance in it, and then he made a cameo in X-Men. Oh, Hey, by the way, Sam Raimi, you can bite my butt. I can't stand that guy now. Do you want to know why? Why? He didn't want Stan Lee to cameo in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, suck it, Sam Raimi. Why? I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's a thing that he didn't want to do. Not and like, no, 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 and I kind of get it, because this is back in the day before like the whole thing just started and he wasn't doing this steadily it was at the beginning where it's like hey i'm making this film like why do you have to be like in my film what a not knowing how well does he not like puppies and ice cream too no he doesn't because sam raimi doesn't have is a puppy kicker and an ice cream hater that's it you heard it here folks no too much so so, um the the, so speaking of like stanley so um the fantastic four i'm I know Marvel for like phase five, I guess, is going like cosmic. They're going to do a lot more stuff in outer space. Mm. So, oh, 
are there amazing cosmic villains that can take over that could be like the next Thanos? Yes, there is. My yes. favorite villain ever, Galactus. Now, yeah, that's not the bullshit Galactus from the Fantastic Four Silver Surfer movie where they turned him into like a giant space fart. Do you remember that? He was just a big cloud. Oh, me, yeah, 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 yeah. Me and my sister had this conversation yeah, yeah, where yeah. she came up with the realization. He was really just a cloud. She hit me up randomly. She's like, wait a minute. Did you know that Galactus was the villain and the thing? He was just cloud. I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> it hurts my soul. So, but there's already a theory that's floating around and it makes a lot of sense that Galactus is already in the MCU and we've seen him. Boom. What Wait is a that? minute. You told me this. I did. Okay. I did. Explain again for All right. the listeners. So, um, Isan the Seeker is, he's a celestial and he's the one in the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, Guardians? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy where, um, the collector was explaining the, the six singularities, the power stone or the, the infinity stones. And he showed the power stone, like what it does. And he's like, and celestial wielded the power stone and just was stepping on a planet and slamming the staff down. Like the whole planet was destroyed. And it, and you see it's this giant staff. And what, what color is the power stone? Oh, it's purple. Yeah. What color is Galactus? He's purple. purple. If you look at the staff that the celestial is holding, that staff, the top of the staff is shaped exactly like Galactus's helmet. I think Galactus is the Power Stone. Oh, okay. So I hope that that's how he's going to be introduced some way, somehow. You know? Which makes me really excited. Yeah. Now they got to figure out who's... Well, they did figure out who's going to take over the... Um, doing the... Guardians? Guardians, They right? didn't. It's not official that Tai Waikiki is going to be they the dude. But he should be the dude because he gets... That balance of humor yeah. and action. That's why Thor Ragnarok was so good. R- Ragnarok yeah. was awesome, and they're they're going to use James Gunn's script, so they're oh. they're good, like what he already wrote it. So three is good to go, and I really hope that they cast a really good Adam. Or Warlock. they just bring James Gunn back. I I, 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 I I won't get into that deeply. James Gunn is actually going to bring. Speaking of DC, he's gonna, oh yeah, he's going. He's going to bring life back to the Suicide Squad franchise because he's going to be directing the sequel. Where, I'm very happy about that. I just really like, I really like how DC is just like, oh, that dude's not with Marvel anymore. Boom. Bring him over. You know, I think that they Joss just, Whedon, I they think kicked they you just out. Need to Let's start go. over again at DC. They, they do just need to start over and scrap everything they did. I think they need to scrap everything. I, 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 I think, I think if Joaquin Phoenix is a dope Joker, he should be the Joker because they're doing the Joaquin Phoenix Joker origin story. And but they're gonna do some weird origin story of they are. I mean, remember, they're probably gonna make him know, like a shop clerk or something. They're gonna do something weird and stupid. I know it. They had a weird origin story of Joker on the animated series. Do you remember that? Or I don't know oh, if he was dreaming. Yeah, no, no, no. Remember but, when? But, remember when? Um, he was like he had a wife. He was like, was he a comedian? He was a comedian. He was a stand. No, was no, that but, real? But that or is. Was that, that is. A that's dream? one. That's one of the um, yeah. the Joker origin stories. And it's not bad. And then he got in with like the mafia. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So I, I just hope they do something good because I'm a big fan of those characters. I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I have so low ex- expectations for them that anything they do at this point that's remotely good could be, impress me. But back to the goodness. Oh, Stanley also created Jean Grey. Ooh. He created Heimdall, Hawkeye. See, now I want the H's. The uh, uh, Hogan from the, the um, oh, oh, man, the Warriors 3. Mm hmm. Um, wait, so I'm assuming he created all the Warriors. I mean, I would think, yeah, he did all the Warriors. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, and okay, sorry, another date fact. 
in 2010, he created the History Channel uh, show, uh, Stanley's Superhumans. Oh, do you remember that, that show? Really cool. I do remember I that. I love that show. And I kind of think it lends itself to Stanley's like feelings about superheroes because he really, I, I, he would say like, you know, he believed that every we all kind of have a superhero inside of us. Yeah. And he would talk a lot about that on that show. And so he that show basically was him showing people with extraordinary abilities yeah well, yeah basically it's a bunch of weird people so yeah. there was this one dude that was like magnetic and like the, seriously like his body was magnetic so like yeah. you would go and you have a fork and you put it on his face and it would stick to his face remember there, there was a guy on there who could get venom from a snake like he, what did they do they injected him or something i don't remember like that. on purpose or got him bit on purpose because he would he was immune to it for some reason, maybe he's Wolverine. And then, and then there was a guy. There's that, a dude with the super stretchy skin. Yep, yep. Oh, it was that was crazy. That was really weird. But, he was like a, a elongated man. But you know, I think that that lends itself to that's a reason why you guys, when you guys are doing your your more um, stroke recovery and and brain injury recovery mm -hmm. survivor episodes, um, re can relate a lot to characters and things that and subjects and themes that. Stanley wrote about because he really like there's a real human element of it all it's not like you know these people are um heroes above humanity right they are humans who have ability special they abilities have, um, extraordinary abilities but yeah. they're actually just people they're just people and which is beautiful for all of my you know brain injury and stroke survivors out there like every everything that we're doing everything that we've done everything that we're going to continue to do and do in the future it's the hero's journey Yes. All all everybody out there like we're we're on the hero's journey. Yes. I hope it's the hero's journey. I hope it's not the villain's journey. I hear ooh. Yeah. Like what if I like They're recovered? They're not too far apart. Yeah, yeah. What if I like recovered I'm like cool, time to take over everything. <laughs> what are you doing? This <laughs> you, you know, you know it's really cool though, the fact that I do have like short-term memory issues because of the hemorrhagic stroke that like even if I was like that, yeah, that's it. Tomorrow taking over the world and then i wake up tomorrow i'm like oh man i wonder what i'm doing today i wouldn't remember <laughs> you'd be the worst villain ever <laughs> but you know but yeah no it's really the hero's journey and that's something to remember when something um tragic or just seemingly negative happens in your life and a brain injury or a stroke um of some sort like that can feel that way when it happens obviously that is that is your big heroic moment that's that moment, the turning point in the story when you when the hero rises up to the challenge and overcomes the adversity. That's when you crash your plane into the ocean to save the world from the Tesseract exploding. Wait, was the Tesseract exploding? I don't remember because uh, I had a brain injury. Uh, but <laughs> but no, I, I, th I think about that uh, a lot because if you think about like certain characters, they ha absolutely have the right to just to give up because it's too yeah. hard. You know, uh, um, look, look at Bruce Banner. His story, not the movie story, like the actual uh, um, TV story, which was awesome. Um, I never watched it. He couldn't have any ties. And if you I really like the Ed Norton uh, um, Incredible Hulk underrated. He had to give up his love. He couldn't be in contact with her because it put her in danger. He couldn't have any close friends because at any moment he could hulk out and hurt somebody. So it's the he had the lonely hero's journey. Now, the, these journeys that we're on. They can be very, very lonely, but we don't have to be like the Hulk. We're not going to, you know. Uh, Although I do love the Hulk's. Well, I think this is the later Hulk, not that not that the TV show Hulk. But when, you know, um, was it Edward Norton who played him? Yeah. When he was doing all the meditation. And yeah, everything. exactly. I love that. And then they carried that theme over into the new, into when once um, Mark Ruffalo took over 
and you know his whole like you know that's the thing I'm that, always oh that's angry. that's the trick it, he, I'm always he, angry. and you know what that's the thing about being human like we always are going to feel whether you've had a brain injury or not you're always going to have trials and tribulations that that come to you every day and your job is to try to observe it versus react to it right so and that's what i love about the hulk is that his literal challenge with his superpower that makes him able to be a superhero is that he has to learn how to not react and 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 observe and choose when to ignite his power right instead of letting it his power take over whenever it wants to right you're you're, yeah. you're you're in control of you yeah and we are we are like that's you know we me and joe we meditate every day and that helps us stay balanced and try to stay more mindful wait have i meditated today because i got off to an earlier start because i had to unload from nope you need to meditate i do need to meditate today see joe remember that episode. too yes also um captain america i think about that a lot if you think about it he, he was this little wimpy dude who just yes you know like uh everything changed he got super soldier syndrome he fell in love with this beautiful woman the love of his life he then saved his country and quote unquote died he didn't he woke up decades later everybody he knows is gone and he's in this brand new world and literally he could just been like "Ah, i don't want to do this anymore but he licked his wounds and he kept on pushing forward Mm -hmm. because that's what you do because he's a hero and every single one of you guys out there you guys are heroes. Yes, you guys are super soldiers. Yes, you, yes. Stan Lee would be proud. Yes, he would. Can I tell you why I, and I cry a little bit. Like I cry a lot because I'm very over emotional and I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a grown ass man. I cry commercials, but even more so like post stroke, <laughs> but also, um, you know, I'm, I'm in touch with my feminine side. Why you gotta be feminine, man? Why can't you just cry? I think I just started something. So um, he there was this documentary about Stanley's life. I think it was on Netflix and I watched it and the whole thing was just how he got started. And it's so weird. The Hulk was green because they ran out of ink. He was originally supposed to be, I think, like blue or gray. I'm so glad. he's. And they green. had a ton of green ink. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's like, how could he not be green? Like, it doesn't and, make any sense. Um, Some of the characters, like I forgot. See, again, I don't have all of the things because of my brain, but. Um, one of the, the, I think it was Captain America. Like he had the storyline that he wanted to write and he was getting fired or the company was like getting shut down. So he was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do this. And he did it. And it was a giant hit and everybody loved it. And it was like this big thing. He, he took chances. He, he loved the hero's journey. He had, um, he had such this, he had such life to him, even in well into his nineties. But the thing that stuck out with me is his relationship with his wife. Yeah. He loved that woman so much. And the one thing I will never, ever, ever forget is he said that he danced with her in the kitchen almost every day. That's so beautiful. You know, and like I, I could. So he, here's what's crazy. I'm pretty sure he was twerking with her in the kitchen. <laughs> and, I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. And they were married from 1947 to 2017. Oh, my gosh. That's when she when passed, she passed away. away. They yeah. lived. So, yeah, the whole oh. Whole life, whole life, and she she was beautiful. Even you know, um, in two thousand seventeen, Bukak. I, I don't get me started. June, hey, Joan Bukak. Hey, again, you understand that I'm forever thirteen. You can't say stuff like that because I'm just gonna be forever thirteen and make the dumbest jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, he was a, a a beautiful creator. He brought so much joy to me personally with his characters. He brought so much joy to so many people out there. I mean, of any age, there are people in their probably in their think about that 
there are probably people in their 90s that he touched yeah. that he was like that he created a character a storyline that just meant the world he to literally them. touched several generations it's amazing yeah it's amazing children, like people as children reading his story like they were they were like literally let's see 1940 yeah so yeah i mean duh like obviously it, 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 there's if he, he was making this for 70 years and 77 generations right of, of, that's crazy that cra- right so here's here's the staying power of that clearly I don't think the superhero thing, especially the the Marvel side and the Avengers, and I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon because there's still so many mm-hmm. untouched characters. Namor, the 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 X-Men, a good Fantastic Four movie, um, more uh outer space stuff. They might even do some prequel stuff. They might get a we might get a decent inhuman movie. Um, but like all of these things, this is gonna go on for decades more. And it and it's just getting bigger and bigger because as the world becomes more inclusive and accepting um like i don't think a movie like black panther could have been as big as it was in even maybe even the, in the 90s God, it, it's a, it's a it, it was it was billion dollar movie. it was huge and that's so beautiful and hey. i think and i'm so happy that he got to see that yeah the, to the, see the that success because of his he character. had these ideas that were so revolutionary for the time for for comics for children's stories right you know like to have these characters that are so diverse um ethnically and um you know male and female and some of the most powerful you know? women out he created yeah. a black widow yeah I mean, so it's, it's just so cool like he was really ahead of his time Peggy and Carter. he got to live to see the times catch up to him he, he did How and cool and is that you even his characters are like creating their own characters so like for, for the future, like for the next 30, 40, 50 years. Okay, well, Spider-Man, there's been a million spider Yes, there's still Miles Morales Spider-Man. There is a black Iron Man, a female black Iron Man that takes over in the comics that's actually making some noise right now. You know, there's female Thor. There's Lady Thor. Mm. You know what I mean? Like all of these characters can like go on like 10 years from now. It's like, oh, it's going to be a new Thor movie. Oh, there's going to be this woman. Like that, that would be amazing. That'd be really, really cool. So it's not going anywhere. Stan Lee is, he's an icon. And he will forever live through these characters and stories he created. That's what's amazing about being an artist in art in general is that you live through your work. Right. And um, and really anything, that any, any sort of creator, you live through the things that you create. That is your, that is what That's you your legacy. Need. That's your legacy. Yeah. And he definitely left a legacy that, helped I mean I'm change look, the world. I'm looking at a light right now and I'm thinking of Edison and Tesla. Yeah. You know? It's 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 what you do. It's it's uh, being a creator. It's sharing these stories. It's it's I don't know, it's touching people's souls. Yes. You know, and and he did that to me and and I was crushed. I even now I'm almost like a little bit misty. I when when I heard it happened, I just I I think I laid down, didn't I? Yeah. I know I cried. I, yeah. I I actually cried. And again, I never never met the man. I but, wish we could have. I I always thought I was like, we'll make it. We'll make it to meet Stan one day. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's really cool. So I, um, you know, I'm a gamer. I love playing games. One of my favorite uh series of games is Lego. 
it's a, it's a video game. It's like Lego Avengers, Lego Star Wars, Lego Captain America, whatever it is. Lego, Lego Harry Potter. Yeah, that, that one was cool. But like the, the Lego superheroes one is my favorite. It's a Lego Marvel superheroes and it has like the whole roster. One of the secret characters, if you unlock a bunch of stuff, is Stan Lee. And then he hulks out. And it's really cool. But there's this little these bonus missions where you go and it's called Stan and Stan Lee in peril. And you have to, like, save him from whatever he's doing. That's so cool. And then he he always says the same thing after giving you, like, a bunch of, like, these little Lego studs. He'll say, uh, thank you for saving your generalissimo. Thanks, true believers. And he always says that. Like, if you're, and Did I'm, he say Excelsior? He does. That's so cool. So he, he's, uh, um, I'm a true believer. Like, I, I'm a true believer in, in, you know, his characters, what they stand for, what they mean, in people, in, you know, like, amazing things that we can do. You know, like, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm actually specifically so I'm talking about everybody, period, but specifically talking to like my community, you know, my community of survivors like we can do anything. We're our own superheroes, yes. you know, and I say it all the time. I say I don't even say it jokingly. I hope people don't think like I'm just like, oh, I was just saying that like anytime I talk about like, you know, the um our journey to recovery, our journey back from um our 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 injuries, our, our strokes, our brain injuries, any of that stuff. I really mean it. You guys are superheroes. Like it's it's amazing. Like the fortitude, uh, the 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 strength it takes to do these things. It's incredible. You guys are all like if Stan Lee saw a quarter of what you guys do, he would be blown away. I'm sure he would come up with his brand new character right on the spot, and he'd be like, "Oh man, you, you guys could probably take down Thanos by yourself." <laughs> True believers. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's. <sighs> It's sad. It's very sad because he was such an icon and he was such a beautiful, beautiful soul. He was a beautiful person, you know. Oh, he also created his own Comic-Con. Yeah. Kamikaze. Yes. And I wait, did I go? Yes, I did. I went to one, went one, year, yeah. one of the original ones when it was like really, really little. Now it's much Next larger. Next year, we're going to try to go to more of these cons. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to go to record on the spot. Wait, I, I, I want to go to that um, rom-com con. Oh, geez. <laughs> No, no, no. But on that note, (laughs) on that note. So so we'd like to thank our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools to make us sound amazing for this podcast. Make us sound like awesome podcasting superheroes. Stan Lee would be proud of this sound. I mean, they use Pro Tools all over the place. I'm sure. um, They use Pro Tools and I'm sure they use Media Composer as well to make all of those movies. Um, I don't know what that means. Media Composer is, is <laughs> Avid's um, video editing software. So, oh, yeah. yes, we are using the tools of the pros that make the Marvel movies. Boom. So, boom. That's what we That's do. That's our correlation to That's right. the Marvel Universe, <laughs> MCU. And then also remember to support us on Patreon. Yeah, we appreciate all of the patrons on Patreon. One dollar goes a very long way in supporting what we're doing. And we're also putting into effect very soon uh, d- donating a portion of that to um, stroke and brain injury survivors, whether it be a charity or an individual who's raising money for their care. Um, we're going to start doing a different one each month. So, yes, please. Isn't support. that awesome? Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, like the, the fact that the neuro nerds can actually help other people, not just, you know, with with uh, um, our, our go getting. You can do it. Uh, um, uh, personalities, but actually, yeah. you know, uh, helping people along their journey as best we can. I, I think that's great, and we have nothing but but love and care for all of you guys out there. Remember to all the all the follow socials. all the socials. Follow me, Joe So Rocks. Follow us at the Neuro Nerds. Follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano. Follow Felice at Felice Lizay. 
Yes, everywhere. Fo- follow uh, um, the, the experience that you put on. Oh, yes. It's called Game Night Market, which is amazing. It's like a night market with music and it's uh, um, partnered with Airbnb. Yeah, if you're and- in LA, come and hang out with us. It's bi-weekly. We do oh, it. yeah. Joe serves drinks. <laughs> it's fun. You know, Stan Lee would just say Excelsior. Yes. And on that note, the Neuro Nerds out. out. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.